0: here to talk about where the Astros are at and how Major League Baseball will handle this going forward. Our very own uh, CBSSports.com MLB Insider, Mike Xisa. Mike, Jody Mack here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are
0: you? Good. Um, There had been whispers about this, not just the Astros, but some other teams. The teams were using... Uh, improved modern technology, cameras, ability to zoom in and uh, pick out signs and be able to relay information to people in dugouts so that they could pass it on to hitters. It has come to a head now with the Houston Astros, mostly because former members of the Astros are deciding to drop dime on them. Should anybody be surprised by this?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think realistically, every team is probably trying to steal signs. Some of them are maybe going a little bit too far against the rules, maybe crossing the line there. And I think if you, if you had to pick, you know, one team that you would think uh, is stepping way over the line here, you'd pick the Astros because they have a history of bending the rules a little bit. Some more shady stuff going on beyond this, so they're a pretty good candidate to do something like this. And now. Now there's emails involved, so there's a paper trail. And it just seems like we're, it really, I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg here. You know, I think it's incredibly naive to think this was just limited to 2017 and the 2017 regular season. I mean, do they really just say, oh, no, we're not going to do this in the postseason? No, no, come on. It's hard to believe that. So I feel like there's just going to be more and more information coming. And, and, uh, you know, it really wouldn't surprise me if other teams get caught up in this at some point.
0: All right, we'll deal with the Astros first before we expand to other teams. And uh, hopefully Major League Baseball uh, stays on top of all 30 teams and does so equally. If anyone else is cheating, they should be investigated. And if it's found out that they did it, uh, punished as stringently as the Astros as anyone else. Um, But the Astros first. If it is proven through the investigation that they were using uh, cameras to be able to get signals and then relay that information to the dugout so they could then relay the information to batters, how hard is Major League Baseball going to come down on the Astros? What do you think the punishment is going to include?
1: I think they could come down really hard because if you remember two years ago, the Red Sox were caught using Apple Watches, too. They had their own sign-stealing sign stealing scheme. It wasn't quite as intricate as this, but they had their own thing going. And at the time, MLB fined the Red Sox an undisclosed amount. We don't know how much. But they also said at the time, Commissioner Rob Manfred said, that if anyone's caught doing this in the future, we're going to come down really hard on them. So I get the sense that you know MLB, I mean, they're not stupid. They know in this age a lot of technology out there, and teams are going to try to use it to their advantage. So they tried to get out ahead of it and said, if you get caught, we're really going to hammer you. And now the Astros, uh, they haven't been caught yet, but it certainly looks like there's a lot of evidence here. And if MLB does come down on them, I do expect it to be harsh. I think there's a there's a cap to how much MLB can find teams. I think it's like $2 million maximum or something like that. But they could also take away draft picks. You know they're not going to do something like make them vacate wins or anything like the NCAA or anything, but yeah, they're going to find them a hefty amount. They might take away draft picks. I think MLB is going to want to set an example here. Say, look, if we catch any team doing this, we're really going to hit you hard. And uh, so that could be draft picks. I don't know what else it could be, but but they're you know maybe they maybe we get into a situation where they take executives who have had. Uh, problems over the years and they banned them from baseball. They banned John Coppolowa of the Braves when he was doing stuff that was against the rules internationally. Yep. Maybe they do something like that. I mean a fine would be the like, absolute minimum here. I think there'll be some other stuff as well. They're gonna come down hard on them if they find enough evidence to, to prove this this to, this scheme here.
0: I'm with you. I think the most obvious deterrent would be uh taking draft picks. How many, how high that's something that will be uh, factored in and, and uh, negotiated is the wrong word, but contemplated, and uh, it could be a rather severe punishment. Uh, if it comes down to uh, individuals like the general manager, like the manager, certainly they would be in the line of fire. Uh, some people who are very upset by this are suggesting that they could also pile on the players as well. Um, Alex Bregman, who just finished runner-up for the MVP, has been, without being on the record, rather outspoken. People have said that he's been cursing and screaming at uh, opposition players from the dugout. You're a uh, rat, you're this, you're that, you're the other thing. Even if the players were benefiting from this and getting this information, I don't know how you can come down on a player individually for being part of a collective who cheated can they actually try and single out individual players and punish them as well? Um, I don't think they could. I think there
1: would have to be some pretty strong evidence that there was like a ringleader here where, you know, if if just, uh, just if it was Alex Bregman, just for example, if he was the one who came up with this system, put it in motion, got everybody on board, and there's hard evidence of that, then maybe MLB will come down to the player. But I don't think that'll happen. If anything it would be front office personnel, maybe someone on the coaching staff or manager H. J. Hens, because you know it's hard to believe that something this elaborate, this this kind of scheme here went down without the coaches and the management knowing. If, there's no way that looks good either. You let it happen, or you had no idea what happened and you were clueless. So it's it doesn't look good there. So I think the coaching staff could maybe maybe get some punishment there. The front office certainly. I think it would be really hard for MLB to to come down on the player because. Players do steal signs, and there is nothing against the rules about stealing signs. It's using the cameras and all that stuff they're not supposed to do. and It just feels like it'll come down on someone above the players here. It'd be hard to punish
0: them. Right. If if technology is being used, that's when it becomes above and beyond just debatable. It is unquestioned cheating, at least in this man's mind. Uh, We're talking to Mike Garcia from uh, CBSSports.com or MLB insider um i have been speculating on this during the day and see if you're on the same page with me here or not if not please uh tell me why not and correct me um i don't have a problem with mike fires coming out and dropping dime on the astros uh he left the astros he went to another team if you believe in the honor among thieves things you were part of the cheating you can't be explaining the cheating after the fact when you leave Uh, that's debatable at best, but even if you agree to that, when your old team tries to cheat against your now present team, you're kind of obligated as a member of that new team to keep from being cheated on, that you really have to step up and speak up and uh, keep the cheating from happening to your new team. I don't fault Mike Fires at all. I, don't, I think that the Astros, not only did they cheat, but they were foolish enough to believe that people leave their team and they aren't going to say anything, and you can continue to attempt to cheat against them. I think it's kind of doubling down on the foolishness of the Astros. How about you?
1: Yeah, I agree completely. And these days, there's so much player movement with just trades and free agency. You know, you have this guy on your roster, and he might be gone next month that – that kind of uh, your secret—it's hard to keep secrets when you have that much movement—and it's kind of amazing that we're talking about a scandal from 2017, and here, you know, we're almost in 2020 now. It's kind of amazing it stayed quiet that long. You know, fires—it's he's it's in such like a, a, a such a unique situation because he was on that 2007 Astro, 2017 Astros, 2017 Astros team. He got a World Series ring out of it, you know. And I've seen people say, "Well, if he was that bothered by it, why didn't he say it when he was?" On the team, but you can't really expect a player to rat out his cheating teammates or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, you know, he's came out. He's on a rival team. You know, the last two and a half, the last year and a half that he's been with the Athletics, they've been competing with the Astros for the division title for a postseason spot. And and he also said something like, you know, I was on the Tigers last year, and we had pitchers come in, go to Houston, get rocked, go to AAA, and he didn't like that that was happening to them. He didn't feel it was fair. So I, I I applaud him for what he said. I can also understand that there are some people who think, you know, maybe this is a little disingenuous now. Maybe it's kind of a situation where he's a, almost like a jilted lover getting back at a team that let him go. But uh, ultimately, I mean, the Astros were doing something wrong. It's not – we just should focus shouldn't be on Mike Fires here. It should be on what the Astros did that was wrong, obviously. You know, that's the problem there. Not fires speaking out against, you know, blowing the whistle on his former team.
0: Yeah, I think that Mike fires is in part disingenuous, but only in part because... Now he feels bad for the players that are getting hit by the cheating of the Astros. When he was actually a member of the cheating Astros and players from other teams were getting hit and sent back to AAA, he didn't feel bad enough from them uh, for them to say, well, wait a minute, what we're doing here is not right. It's unfair and it's cheating. So he's being subjective in the way that he does and doesn't feel badly for what's actually going on. But I'm sorry if you're cheating against his team. He's trying to win for his team now. He's changed teams, and you're going to continue the process of cheating. Yeah, then you can't get upset when he decides to drop dime on you. All right, we'll put the Astros aside for a second. Uh, I was glad to see there was one Major League Baseball free agent signing, and that was Will Smith before uh, he declined the offer of the uh, Giants to uh, take $17.8 million. He signed a contract with the Atlanta Braves. Other than that, all the only free agent signings have been re-signings with teams. We're already almost two weeks into the process, and we've had all of one signing. We even had a general managers meeting, which I'm sure a lot of purposeful conversations went on, but not one transaction was uh, achieved. When are they going to get free agency underway? Uh,
1: It should be soon. I think you're going to see a rash of signings uh, over the next maybe not, maybe like the next week i think i think really between thanksgiving and christmas will be will be when we're going to see some real big action there cuz players they don't like going into the new year not knowing where they're going to work next season but at the same time we've seen you know teams these days they just wait they wait and wait and wait until you know january and february to sign guys though and that's it works because these guys are signing contracts that are much smaller than we as outsiders look like we think they're going to get that's not going to change because it's working. Because these guys keep taking these, small, these smaller than expected contracts, but I do think we're going to see some contracts. You know, not just free agents, but also trades as well, uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's usually a pretty busy period. But as as has been the case the last two years, you're going to see some of these sign these bigger free agents. I think you can see Garrett Cole. Um, Young Jin Ryu as well, the Scott Boris guys, he has a tendency to just wait and wait until he gets good deal. So these guys are still going to be on the board in January and February, I think.
0: All right, uh, last question, and this is something that I've been dealing with for the last five, six days, and it started once uh, free agency kicked in and everybody came out with their lists of uh, ranking the free agents and who's going to make the most money and the projections and the like. I don't think anybody would argue that Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg are the two best available starting pitchers this offseason in the free agent market. Who do you have third?
1: I think it's Zach Wheeler, and I'm not, I'm not 100% convinced of that. I feel like I could be talking to a couple other guys, Madison Bumgarner, Hyunjin Ryu as well. But I think just looking at the way teams evaluate pitchers, they like guys who can strike hitters out, who throw hard, who have these big spin rates, and that's Wheeler. I think you look at Wheeler, and teams are going to see him as somebody who, who still has not had his best years yet. They think they can get more out of him. He's had a lot of injuries in his career, especially early on in his career when he first came up. He had Tommy John surgery, missed basically two and a half years. But he's been completely healthy the last two years. He's still on the right side of 30. He's got the power stuff teams love. I think he's the third-best free creation starter. But I feel like Bumgarner and Ryu – they're pretty much right there. They're a little bit older, have some more mileage on their arms, but I think they're right there with him given their track records. And I just think that the way teams evaluate pitchers nowadays, Wheeler checks all those boxes. So I think, yeah, Cole and Strasburg obviously wanted to, and I think it's Wheeler. And then I think you got Bumgarner and Ryu with the next tier.
0: A lot of people agree with uh, your evaluation, I disagree. Um, Oh, by the way, Madison Bumgarner, same age as Zach Wheeler, so he's not older. (laughs) He may have more innings under his belt because he came up at a very young age and didn't get to take two and a half years off in the middle of his career the way that Wheeler did, but they are actually the same age. And if you want to talk about uh, resumes and what they've been able to accomplish when they're out there on the mound, Madison Bumgarner's got one of the best postseason resumes in the history of baseball Yeah, I got Madison Bumgarner three and Wheeler four, but that's just splitting hairs, and we'll continue to debate that, and then I'll have you on five years from now, and we'll see what Madison Bumgarner achieved with his new team and what Wheeler achieved with his new team, and we'll go back, and I'll either apologize and or say, I told you so, if that's okay with you, Mike.
1: Sounds
0: good. Good stuff. Appreciate you coming on board tonight. Thanks, bud. We'll touch base as we get uh, further into the hot stove. Yep, sure thing.